Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. And we are live. John Michael Craig and Colin Flynn. Two guys that have never met each other. We've, we've never met each other in real life. And uh, I don't know. Should we ever actually meet each other? What do you think about that? Um, I'm not sure, but I, I'm not, I may. Yeah, I'm cool with it. Yeah. I mean, I just don't <laughs> know the next time I'm going to get to Iowa. I mean, you're yeah. more likely to get to the New York area before I get to Iowa, yeah. I think. It could, be, it could be our shtick, you know, that we, we've never met each, met each no, other. We've never met. Yeah. I, I don't think tri- we should tell people that. I should, yeah. We should say we're in the same room. I have trips planned to, uh, I'm going to Austin, Texas in about a month. I'm going to Denver, Colorado, the uh, weed capital of the world in like a week. It was like a month after that. So, but I haven't planned a New York thing. Although I I may, we'll see. It may work out work-wise. I may get them to to pay for something, that kind of thing. So That would be awesome. Um, Does New York have any uh, like NAB like stuff that? They do. They they actually yeah they actually do. And uh, I work in the television industry, so there are some things that happen there that are some conventions, some stuff that goes on. Yeah, it's a it's a big it's a big city, you know. (laughs) So yeah, there's stuff. And and, you know, you said we've never met in real life. What 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 is real life these days? I mean, there's uh, that thing. Are you on Snapchat? I do have a Snapchat account. I have uh, not logged in for a couple of months. And I'm sure I have. I'm sure people send me snaps. I don't have any notifications set up or anything Mm -hmm. like that. I've I've never really gotten into it. I haven't really. I've looked at other people's stuff, but I haven't really snapped myself. I've. um, I have it. I've used it. I have embraced it at times. I, I, I'm not embracing it right now. I've done the Snapchat face filter thing. I've been goofy. And then I get to my, and then I get like, you know, I'm a 45-year-old guy. What the fuck am I doing? I don't need this, like, you know, a little puppy dog face where big tongue yeah. sticking out. But did you see the, they just uh, rolled out a new uh, feature? What is that? What does it do? Um, it's the map feature. Okay. So, oh, yes. I read about the uh, map thing. Yeah. Today. Okay. Scary. Scary in a way as a parent, right? Creepy. Yes. It's very scary as a parent. Creepy as fuck, quite frankly. Uh, And I don't freak out about social media, location services, and the amount of information that's on the phone. In a lot of ways, I kind of like it because I can track my kids, not through Snapchat, just in general. I can use Find My iPhone or or Find Friends. So when they text you with an iPhone, I don't know if you knew this or if you've done this, but you can uh, follow, you can track their location through the text stuff. Have you done that? I haven't done it. I um, I know I can, they can send me their location, but I wouldn't know. I don't know how to. You, like, you can permanently. That. You can. I don't know exactly. I don't remember exactly how you do it, but I know you can permanently toggle the chat on so that um, every mm-hmm. time you're text messaging, you you've got their location and and like you know when you start texting, you you don't start new text. It's just this long string of you know texts that have gone on forever so you do it once yes. and it's kind of set so um mm-hmm. what i would do if i were you um is just uh turn it on and have i think they've got to know they they know that you're doing it uh, because i think you had, i can't remember if you have to use your phone or theirs but uh, at any rate once you get it on yeah it's just there and and tell them i just you know i'm not tracking you i just want to you know if something were to happen mm-hmm. i would like to know where you're at well you know, you you and I have uh, children that are roughly the same age, right? You're, yes. Uh, you have two daughters. Yeah, well, you, you, two, with this still, current, yeah, yeah. Your younger the, daughters. Your current wave. Current wave. Uh, Twelve and fourteen. Yeah. Okay. Twelve and fourteen, going on thirteen and fifteen, or they're twelve and fourteen, like now. Uh, Not that it makes Z- that much of a difference. Well, uh, Zoe, the younger one, she'll be thirteen in September. Okay. Uh, another Virgo, as you and I are, mm-hmm. and uh, then we have uh, Tori, who will be fifteen April first. She's an April Fool's next baby. year. Okay. Okay. So yeah. you've got one going into ninth grade and one going into seventh grade. Sixth. Sixth. Wait. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you sixth. Sixth. Yeah, I do know. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, you you know you're getting. You know you've had uh, another family and other kids. When someone asks you that question and you can't answer it right away, well, like, I don't know. Now you've got your own. What, life. what screws me up is is uh, now it's middle school is sixth, seventh, eighth. When I was oh, going right. through school, it was junior high, and junior high was seventh, eighth, ninth. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so they they they've. You know, I don't know how good a you get a little idea right, that was. So, so I get mixed up. And when so they say, I know she's right. going into middle school, so I'm thinking seventh, but no, it's sixth. Right. I, I'm a I'm a little bit younger than you are, and for me, they switched it from 
junior high school to intermediate school in in where I grew up in Staten Island. Yeah. And um, when uh, it was, it became sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. So I was in elementary school with a fifth grade class and a sixth grade class, and we both graduated at the same time. And then they went into the seventh grade. So we, it, yeah, so it became sixth, seventh, eighth. That's when I went to school with the Wu Tang Clan. With the, I was gonna, you was gonna just, I was gonna drop that. I was gonna say <laughs> you and Rizza were hanging out. Now, did never you, Rizza, never Rizza. No, no. Nope, nope. It was uh, three three guys were in my grade in my class. Um, you had uh, Corey Woods, that is Raekwon the chef. Raekwon, yeah, Ra- yeah. Raekwon was possibly in the remedial classes. Um, yes. And then in the uh, honors one class, like the top class for that whole grade, uh, you had Inspected Deck. Uh, Jason Hunter, uh, okay. he was Inspected Deck, and he had perfect attendance. And so he was, he was a good kid. He was a nice he kid. He was a right? good kid. Yeah, he yeah. was a good, quiet kid. And then you had Clifford Smith. That's Method Man. Method Man. M-E-T-H-O-D Man. That's right. And uh, yeah. he, he, was, he was actually... He had a lot of personality. He, you, like I knew he was charismatic. Had Did a he really have the, the, the scratchy deep thing that he's kind of got? Did he have that then? You know, it's honest. It's funny because it's like I like I remember interacting with him, being friends with him. I remember I know like he wrote in my yearbook. He called me a weirdo, which to me <laughs> to this day, I mean, I don't want that to be my biggest claim to anything. Um, but I like the idea that Method Man, even though he was me- not Method Man back then, yeah, uh, called me a weirdo. You know, um, which I take that, that as a compliment. Yeah, that's not as bad as if old, old dirty bastard called you uh, <laughs> a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> no, old dirty bastard be like you a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> be like what? No, ODB was, uh, I think he was in Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, and he's, he wouldn't he have been like older? Uh, old, he, I believe he was slightly older. Yeah. Um, I was born in 1971. He's been dead for like 10 years, hasn't he? A long time. Yeah. 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 He was an interesting character. Do you, do you know? Uh, alcohol? I don't know. I'd have to look it up. I mean, I don't know. Um, so, oh, <laughs> we were talking about our kids. We we really went off-roading here. <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's how it works. That's we, how took it works. A, we took a left turn. But, um, so... So why did we talk about middle school and junior? Oh, just to get the age of kids. All right. So, yes. yep, I forget things. We're taking uh, the most circuitous, 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 however the fuck you say that. Uh, we're taking the most roundabout method we can just to yes. figure out. Um, and that's, yeah, that's what, uh, that's what yep. you know, white so, guys with kids do. You know? So so anyway, so my children are um, Kylie. My daughter just turned 13. Uh, she is going into the, uh, the, the eighth grade. And for our Canadian listen, listeners, uh, grade eight, uh, I'm pretty sure they can do that translation, right? Um, I'm and, not sure they can, actually. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know that it's important, but uh, we can do the... Uh, today is uh, uh, 6 17 June yes. 29th through 17th, or, the, or 29 6 for our... Uh, European and uh, UK listeners, <laughs> I'm or listener. I don't know. I hope there's at least one. I get excited. We, about we should stuff. be able to get uh, two or three. I think I'm feeling pretty confident about that. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that we break the top twenty-five in podcasts for two white hetero guys talking about bullshit. I hope. Just, I think there's a category. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, unapologetically white. Uh, cisgendered yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> like don't um, fucking don't fucking blame me for the world's problems please yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you um, got shit work it out but it's it's not my fucking we have fault. voices we you know what we have been uh silenced for way too long we are here and i don't <laughs> have anything and we're we've this is we have things to say uh so so anyway my my kids are 13 and 15 for my son will turn 15 going into the 10th grade and i uh Snapchat. Snapchat. Thank you. Very well done. <laughs> Snapchat. And I'm going to tell you, my when my daughter was in the car with me the other day, I knew about this um, Snapchat map thing. So she zooms out of her Snapchat story where you can actually start your camera, photo, face filter, whatever, and it pulls out, and it zooms out, and it shows a map. And it shows regionally. It shows your map. And all of a sudden, you pop, you know, your Bitmoji, 
pops yes. up, your little cartoon character. Whatever you've chosen. Whatever you've chosen. Like my son Cameron has chosen a guy with long green hair, a green face. He's got like shorts, and he looks like like a, a broccoli stoner, like a broccoli man stoner. And that was yeah. the whole reason that he did it. I don't That's know. It's cool. kind of amusing. I, I like it. So, yeah, I like it. it's amusing. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so she does this, and she she sees on the map. So now I open up my Snapchat and I enable the settings to be seen, and all of her friends can see her everywhere you go. And when you're sleeping, it shows that you're sleeping. When you're a car in a car, it shows that you're driving. And it's like holy fuck. Yes. And then you got to wonder. Who well, who's seeing friends? it? Who are the friends? Right. Yeah. So, who are the friends? So, my daughter has a private account, but she's pretty much accepted just about everyone she knows at her middle school, Which including is all the do. boys. Yeah, yeah right. That's what including you're gonna including do. all the boys. Now, you want to you want to be popular. You want to be in the yes. in the loop on everything. And I asked Kylie, "Do you um, are you what about the boys? Do you have boys that are your friends?" And she said. Uh, yes, I don't. I don't talk to them though. Like, so she doesn't talk to them in real life. I was like, okay, no, no, but you talk to them here because, like, I remember being a fourteen-year-old boy, and I remember having crushes, hardcore crushes. <laughs> I remember looking in the phone booth, in the phone booth, in the phone book, finding the person's first and last name, getting their address, getting their phone number, calling the phone number, dialing. Back then, you didn't have to dial an area code, so it was just seven digits. Yeah. Dialing the first six digits and then hanging up. Dialing seven digits, then hanging up. And then well, it rings, there was a, re- up. a real phone in the house then. and you had There was the, a real phone, a real phone the, in the house, right you, right. you had the horror of you know wondering if perhaps her mother or right. fathers might mother, pick up. Father, yeah. sister, yeah. her. The biggest fear was that the girl I had a crush on would answer the phone. <laughs> and what the fuck? For a guy who doesn't shut the fuck up as a grown-up and can say whatever and not give a fuck, right. back then... I was so afraid. I was like paralyzed. So, and I remember fucking riding my bicycle past a girl's house like a hundred times, like but a fucking you, yeah. crazy stalker. Like, like she wouldn't see me. Like I was fucking John Cusack and say anything. You, you were know? paralyzed. You were paralyzed, but you were still sniffing right. around that hen house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like a fucking creeper. So, so yes. to me, who a guy who's an old an old school stalker who can get information when you when it's right there on your phone and it takes all the skill out of it, it's scary as fuck. It's right yeah. there. And and the no, idea, I can't imagine back then having a device. A powerful computer in my hand where I could see where all the girls in my class were at any given time. <laughs> the beach with their friends, they're in bikinis, and I, I'm, I'm going there. Mom, let's go to the beach. Let's go. We're going to the beach. Like, all of a sudden, your son is interested in going to the beach, like, with the yeah. family? Yeah, okay. So, it creeps me out. I don't like it, <laughs> and, I, and I, don't know how, I don't know how to process it or to deal with it. Well, you're you're in a uh, non-winning position always because you're going to be like, you know, uh, here's the thing, Kylie. I think you know we need to ratchet this back. We need when it, whatever you suggest, you're going to look like a dick. You're, you're just going to be the, the dick dad mm. that's like not letting her do the stuff that everybody else is doing. You know, that everybody else has this, and and then you it just you know you you try to you want to get in there and you want to be the alpha. You know, you know. Let's shut this shit off. You know, you're not, you're not doing. This. Well, she Whatever. actually shut it off. She actually shut it off today. She did. Now, she did. She, she sure? went into ghost mode. Well, look, I, yes. Well, I mean, I'll tell you right now. I'll go into Snapchat and see. I mean, so you can tell from from your end. Yes. Yeah. Well. Ah, okay. Now it's possible. Um, it's possible that she made select friends, and I was going to make that the compromise. Like, okay, uh, and yeah, her mom, yeah. who doesn't use social media at all. Um, doesn't know anything about it, so I explained it to her, and she just sort of trusts me on these things. But I'm like, I can't, can't like monitor my children 24 seven. Even if I was still married and lived in the same lived in the same house with them, I couldn't monitor their social media 24 yeah, seven yeah. and live a life. I could barely live a life now deal, dealing with my own social media. I don't know how, uh, and you know, she's your ex wife, but I don't know how, how, are you, how are you a parent nowadays, and you can't have any social media because it's so. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, and actually, I, I get a lot of value out of, uh, you know, the the friends of of our, our daughters that um, will, you know, they they like photos and they comment on stuff and they and they and if you, uh, you know, reciprocate as well, yeah, you know, they they like that they do and and there's there's also a connected thing that you get out of that, uh, and I do it on Instagram. Uh, and they're, it seems like they're really into Instagram too, but I know they all do Snapchat. They don't do Facebook at all, but. Um, I don't know. The, the kids seem to like it as much as uh, as I like knowing 
you know, in a weird way. I'm, I'm sure there's tons of shit that goes on uh, that I don't know about, but, you know, I'd, I'd rather be well, there than not. Well, I, I, I follow both of my children on Snapchat. Uh, they use it sporadically. My son has multiple accounts. He's got uh, what he calls a Finsta. That's a fake, fake Instagram account. That's like your alternate Instagram account. So he's got right. like an inside joke account. Sure. And uh, and I, I, I see the comments. And basically, the comments are a series of inside jokes between these kids. And it's really easy to pick up that these are inside jokes and to even maybe get a sense of them sometimes. Yeah. And I have liked other kids' comments. And Cameron, my son, gave me a hard time about it. Why? He's like, people don't like when you're like... <laughs> What do you mean? Like, and I chime in too, and I'd be like, I'm not trying to embarrass him. It's just like, but he knows that I follow him, and I was like, better you, better not fucking block me. (laughs) I think I think you know you're better off engaging, and and, you know that goes with uh, in person, and you know with all that stuff. You know, I agree. I pick them up. I look them all in the not so much look them in the eye and try to you know dress them down or anything like that, but I talk to them, and uh, you know it, it. it seems to me like that's a much better way of, of uh, uh, just staying connected with the whole thing, parenting, whatever. If you're you're the, the one that you know you're you're speaking to them at that age, yes, it's it's uncomfortable for them. You know, somebody that's an adult talking to them a lot of times it's uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, I I just uh, I was talking to a friend of mine and uh, his daughter. Uh, a few years ago when she was our kid's age, roughly like 14. Uh, she's going to be a freshman in college. But anyway, he was telling me that she went through some tough times, like um, depression, you know, suicide, the whole thing. And and I'm going to tell you, I like it. I couldn't even imagine, right? Like right. I have moments with my children where I see a look on their face, but I understand like, okay, my son is almost 15. He's definitely hormonal, you know, breaking out a little bit. Like it's not terrible acne, but he's breaking out a little bit. He definitely seems to have friends and be social, you know, good in school, all of that stuff. But every now and again, it's like, I don't know. Like I'm, you're like, it's not that, Hey, that's not my kid, but I'm seeing changes, but those are natural changes that are hormonal, social, all kinds of things that I can't even imagine. Cause we're in a more connected world, you know. These yeah, days. absolutely. All this knowledge, all this instant access to right. to things in the world, and the the thing that doesn't change though is you got a kid that age; their prefrontal cortex is not developed. It won't be until you know. Oh, by the way, well, I, in forties. I said yeah. maybe not into your forties. Well, for sure, for sure, into the twenties, some some range. But you yeah, know, they heard. say with men it takes us longer. Yes, yes, <laughs> and I, I'm aware of that. But you know, yeah, they've they've got a shit ton of pressure thrown at them that uh, that I didn't have, you didn't have uh, in a in a weird way. Uh, it's it's got to be it's got to be harder. And and I I think to a certain degree I, it, it seems like it may even be more challenging for girls. Um, their bodies change a lot, and it's very visible, right? Whether it's developing breasts or whatever, or just a lot of things. Right, right. You know, uh, your period. Uh, you know, having to shave your legs. All of these things, and. I was with my daughter uh, the other day, and she always wants to spend time with these couple of friends and the dynamics of three friend shifts because of the relationship that they have with one another, with the three of them, and the whole thing. And she was spending time with one of the friends, and they usually sit in the back seat, and I'm like their Uber driver. So even though one of them won't sit in the front and the other in the back, they both sit in the back, back seat. And my daughter didn't do that the other day when I was driving the friend home. And I thought that was odd. And they didn't really talk. And I was like, just talking to her. I didn't really think much of it. And then after I dropped off the friend, I said, Kylie, you know, what's going on? And she didn't really want to open up and tell me. And I was like, would you tell your mom? And she just didn't want to talk about it. But it was like this emotional thing of like, sometimes she gets bored and whatever. And it's like, there's this, this whole layer. It's like, so basically it's like this friend gets bored sometimes and wants to leave. Well, Kylie does that with it, one of her other friends. And it's like, Kylie's trying to choose I'd rather be with this friend and then we'll wait till the last minute it's like like she's waiting for the best opportunity and sometimes she fucks it up and I, I've been guilty of doing that in my life you know and and then it becomes she starts making assumptions that this right I said did you actually ask her 
whether or not she was joking or whether she was serious and like no like yeah i'm like uh, and it's like it's so much drama i can't imagine and then on top of that you've got the social media and how they interact on social media i'm not gonna be able to see the direct messaging you know just what they publicly do right and that's fake our, our youngest has a group that's, I think she's, they're like four or five that are, and it, it ebbs and flows as to uh, on one particular day, which one the, the three or four other ones are mad at. So, you know, and it's just, you know, and exactly what you said, you know, it, these things that are unspoken a lot of times and, and they make assumptions and they read things into uh, social media comments and things that are going on. And it's like, oh, I can't believe she did that. And that sort of stuff. And you're like, well, did you actually talk to her? You know, I'm, I'm trying to ask, you know, <laughs> about what's, you know, what the, what the issue is or, or what, why haven't I seen so-and-so in a couple of weeks? You know, oh, we're all mad at her. And I don't know if girls do that more than I, I, I haven't had, uh, you know. The I, I don't know. You know, I, it's harder to tell. I mean, I, m- my daughter at 13, she and her friends do not seem to have a circle of friends that include boys. My well, son, no, Cameron, no. who's 14, going on 15, Yeah, his circle of friends, it's boys and girls. And That's a couple the of them are thing. dating. Yeah. A couple of them are dating. Some of them are not. I don't. You know, he says that he's not. I don't. I don't know. But it's the same thing with our fourteen-year-old. She's got a group. Actually, there's about there's about twenty of them that are that uh, mm-hmm. 50, fifteen to twenty that are on this this this. Uh, they call it their squad, mm-hmm. and um, it, it it ranges. We're we're kind of in a trans. We live in a transitional sort of neighborhood where if you go. Um, a couple blocks one direction you've got um really high-end old uh, a lot of these houses in this area are uh older homes but you go uh, a couple blocks one way and they're very high-end very large um classic older homes uh you know 100 year old homes and then you go um past that another oh probably uh five or six blocks and there's there's this imaginary dividing line uh that on the other side of this uh, this street, 19th Street, on the other side of that, it turns into the beginning of the hood, where the uh, whatever we have for hood there. Some of their friends live on the other side of 19th Street. There's a few over there, and then some of these kids um, are just, I mean, indoor pool, fucking, uh, you know, uh, just wealthy as shit, really, and. Uh, they all hang out together. Uh, they they haven't. Uh, there's been no uh, socioeconomic delineation that they made amongst each other. Like you know, we can't hang out with uh, with whoever because you know they're they're uh, they're po folks or anything like that. It, it all it all revolves around I think uh, the the activities the you know the stuff that they're into in school that sort of thing. Um, what? I mean, that seems pretty decent. I mean, is it fairly racially homogenous, or is it? There's really a couple. There's out of I would say out of the twenty. There's I'm trying to think of one two. There's like three or four black kids. There's uh, that are you know I would say just are African American. There's mm-hmm. two or three that are uh, multiracial, and then the rest are all just white kids. So what's, yeah, they, they've got a pretty good mix. What's the population of your uh, town? Uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, is uh, the I think the uh, between we've got a couple of, uh, of little you know uh, spin-off sister city type things or, or what we, they're not really suburbs but um, think of that as as the idea so uh, with those two added in um, probably like a hundred and seventy thousand okay. or so and then in the county that I live in there's probably like two hundred and fifty thousand somewhere oh in that wow range. okay yeah, yeah I, I live in um, well. I live in Red Bank, New Jersey, but uh, but my kids live in Middletown, New Jersey. Middletown, uh, New Jersey. I don't know if this is fact. Has the largest volunteer fire department in the world. That's what huh. they tell me. I have never Googled it, so I don't know if it's fact. Um, seventy thousand population of seventy thousand people, and in Monmouth County, New Jersey, the county that we're in, uh, that's the largest population. Is it really? Yeah, that's yes, and it's fairly homogenous. Um, it's pretty, pretty white. Um, not a hundred percent, but predominantly. Um, I don't know what the percentage is, but uh, you do have lower income, socioeconomic lower income. Like depends on where you are, like these pocket areas. But 
So I, I get this uh, mental image when I think about that area, and I've, I've briefly been there. I, I, I've part of New Jersey. I've, I've been to, but Italian kids? Uh, are no, they, no, no, not really. It's not like there's no. Is there no ethnicity? There's that, like, ethnicity. I mean, no. You have Italian. You have Irish. You have. I don't think there's like one particular makeup. Jeremy, right. just just a bunch of, um, you know, third, fourth, fifth generation, you know, Euro, um, Eastern, Western European, right. you know. See, I, I, I was hoping you'd say Tony Soprano just lives down the block. And no, not like I mean that, that's not to say that that doesn't exist, and there are some families I think that. Uh, but you know, I think we've gotten to a point though where some of the Soprano type families have been around for generations enough that some of them have gone legit. Really? Yeah, I think fit so. in now. I know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know enough about that world. You're um, like he he picks up, he's he's a garbage collector. He's, that's that's actually yes, what he is. That's right. He he literally collects <laughs> literally garbage. Literally. He's a garbage makes, man. Yeah. And that man makes a lot more money. Look at his house. Look makes at millions look at of dollars. Bowl. Look at that stonework. It's amazing. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I have not, but it's pretty homogenous. And uh, but and and for the most part, I've noticed with my son and his group of friends, they seem to be pretty good kids from pretty good families. Superficially, yeah. you know, decent, you know. Regardless of politics and other bullshit, I try not to get into that shit with people. Um, yeah, but I, I, you know, it's the. The ones that concern me are the newer friends that my kids make, you know, because when they go from elementary school to middle school, and now all of a sudden you don't have the families that live in your neighborhood down the block, weren't at the local, you know, like yeah, the, your parties growing the up. range gets a little bigger. It starts to spread out, right? Yeah. And then, you know, my daughter will be like, can I sleep over Zoe's house? And I'll be like, I've never met the parents. Or when, you know, I'm divorced and when i have my daughter it's like can so-and-so come over and sleep over and be like uh no i'm not really comfortable with that i haven't met the parents and quite frankly if some 12 or 13 year old girl's parents allowed her daughter to sleep over a divorced man's house without knowing him and he lives in an apartment right a two-bedroom apartment I question. I want to know. Like, I want to. Not that seeing and meeting the parents and looking them in the eyes and shaking their hand is going to change anything if they have a problem and they're fucking, you know, any problem or any issue that I wouldn't be okay with. Like, I wouldn't ask if, 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 if I met the parents and they, you know, I. I wouldn't say, hey, do you have a gun in your house? Like, Because that's a question I'd want to know, right? Sure. Because yeah. even if you're the safest gun owner and it's all locked up, it'd be like, that doesn't mean that kids aren't going to snoop and find and know where things are and you never know. And it's like, and it's, it's the, you know, statistically. So have you asked that? Have you asked anybody that? I mean, never. I, I have a, fr- I have a, a former colleague, a former boss of mine. He actually, he knew that some guy that might, and he asked the question straight up. Yeah. And he would not let his friends go over and play. He would not let his kids go over and play over there. Here in this area, I would imagine just, Most people have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> you just assume. We're, we're in middle America. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm guessing they've got a gun. Uh, do you have a gun? I do, do not. Gun? I do not. I, ha- I have in the past. I've, I've never had a handgun, but I have had mm. uh, shotguns. I, I used mm. to hunt uh, pheasants uh, and some other you know, kind of uh-huh. uh, that yeah. kind of stuff. But, but you no, know, I used to hunt peasants. Peasants <laughs> and shoot the really poor people. I was just trying to keep the numbers down. Just I trying want to keep it down. Yeah, we're trying yeah. to get a little social <laughs> just... cleansing here. Yeah, but I, I I was surprised. I was at a party. Uh, it was like two three years ago. I was at this party and it was in the country here and. Uh, there was uh, a, this guy went out and he, there was like a, a a log that had like this tree had fallen down and this guy went out and he started setting up um, beer bottles and beer cans all on the top of this log mm-hmm. and I was looking at him thinking what's he doing and uh, it was kind of it was it was a little ways away from where everybody was at it was like this keg thing and they had food and it was it was you know an, uh, a, it was a an adult uh, crowd that was uh, I thought pretty well behaved and pretty mature so the guy uh, gets all this stuff set up and he gets a, a handgun out he gets some kind of pistol out and he starts plinking at these you know at these uh, bottles across the way and 
it was like somebody had sounded an alarm or something like that. All these people started going to their vehicles and pulling out weapons. And all, within like probably uh, five minutes of him starting this, my dog is starting to bark. Yeah, Damn it. Here. Uh, anyway, yeah. um, so uh, there, it took, there was like 20 handguns appeared out of nowhere. I, and I was looking at these people going, seriously? What, you know? Hmm. Middle America? Trump? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I, yeah, I don't have one. But there are a lot of uh, people out there that do. No, I, I never have. My dad, my my father, uh, he was a New York City corrections officer. So right. after my dad got out of um, the Marines, Vietnam War Marines, don't know how much combat he saw, he became a, a New York City corrections officer at the Brooklyn House of Detention. Yes. Now, he apparently he had a gun, uh, and I don't remember ever seeing the gun, but. And then he became. Then my dad became a New York City firefighter. But I do remember after he became a firefighter, he somehow legally sold his gun. As far as I know, I hope it was legal. And I should right. ask him about that. But I remember snooping in my parents' room. I don't remember how old I was, but I maybe eight or nine. And I went into my dad's sock drawer. I don't even know that I was looking for anything in particular. And I don't know if I knew that he had bullets, but he had bullets. Now, I'm not so sure. If he had a gun, I'm not so sure I wouldn't have picked that gun up. You probably would have. You probably I, 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 I probably would have. I don't know if I would have known how to load it or if I would have loaded it. I mean, now... I don't fuck with guns. I don't really. I've shot a gun before, um, a shotgun, just like skeet shooting. Like, uh, and this was in the Dominican Republic, and uh, you're just out there with a bunch of guys, and then there are these like Dominican guys that have the guns, and I'm like, are yeah. there any rules? Are we okay? I've, like, I've gone skeet the shooting. In the head. Like, I've, I've done that. Yeah, it was fun. fun. It was just fun, but it was. Yeah. It's still a little scary. So. Uh, the other day, a couple of days ago, I was uh, a client of mine. Uh, I make videos with a guy, and uh, I'm going to work with him as a realtor eventually when I get my real estate license, and uh, we've become pretty good friends. Uh, we're we're m- moving him out of the house, and we're packing stuff up, and he's like, John, John, come here. Come in the room. I want to show you something. I'm in the middle of like like taking like a bed frame apart. I'm like, okay, I walk into his room, and he picks up a gun. It's just a black gun that it was just like a pellet gun, but even a pellet gun, I, because I don't know my guns. I like ah, and I picked it up. And even the weight of the pellet gun was like, I don't, I don't like. I just don't. I just don't. It's these fucking. I, I seek. I was at the World Trade Center in downtown Manhattan. They have a new transportation hub. This, um, the Oculus. It's a fascinating yes. building. It's beautiful. Uh, a lot of shops in there, and uh, they have a lot of police presence, of course, because of where it's located. Um, they have some military guys, and these guys are big guys with like the flak jackets on, you know, and the whole thing. And you see their gun, and most of them, you know, have their hand on their gun. And even that, even though they're the quote unquote good guys, they're the good guys, they're the good guys. And I feel good about their presence. And if shit went down, I want to be nowhere near it, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, I, well, I, well, we. I, we just had that congressional, you know, baseball game or whatever the hell's going on. That guy came out shooting. So um, it was interesting to me because there was one uh, one part of the uh, conversation was uh, how did we let this this coot get this uh, this uh, assault rifle, whatever that means, and and show up and, and start popping off shots at people. And then there was this other group that was saying, wasn't it awesome that there were other people around? who had guns that could shoot him, that, that could kill him. And it's like neither side, there, there was an argument that couldn't really be made from either side too strongly because, you know, people got shot, you know, which is, is fucked up. And uh, I don't know. I'm glad in the United States uh, the police are doing what they're doing. And uh, they've we hear all these stories all the time about, you know, people getting shot and all this shit. I saw, I saw a thing today with that. Um, with that shooting about the Philando Castile or what mm-hmm. his name was. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and here was the question that they asked. They asked, if you ha- if you owned a gun, would it be a better idea for you and you're, you're in your vehicle based on wh- how that went down? I if, did you see the video? Did you watch that at all? Uh, unfortunately, I did. Okay. I did. Yeah. I yeah, did it was, not. I, I it, was, it was one of those videos that I wish, I like, 
I'm glad I saw it. I wish I hadn't, and I still haven't walked away with. I it's there's I, I obviously I wasn't on the jury. I of course um, if I was, this podcast would do really well. I think. <laughs> <I've> been, <laughs> yeah. Wait a second, you just three episodes and you haven't talked about it yet? No, yeah, exactly. I, I did. I have seen it. Yes. Okay, so. He tells the cop, I, I've got a gun. I don't know, yes. apparently what he was doing with his reaching and blah, 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 it made the cop nervous enough that he shot him pretty damn quickly. Yes. But, but um, so the question that was asked was, um, if you have a gun, even if you legally have a concealed carry permit and everything you're doing is above board, they're saying, if you get pulled over by a police officer, should you tell him that you have a gun? Um, and I, I was hearing that and I was going, okay. It's not a concern of mine because I don't have one, but I'm thinking if I did, I don't know now that I would tell them. They can find it, and and that's maybe less. It seems to me that that's less, less risky. Tra- yeah, less risky, less traumatic for me than it might be for them. Now, if they pull me out of the vehicle and they want to do all their shit, and I'm not, you know, I'm not going to get fucking shot real quickly. Um, that's on them to to find it, and um, I'd rather get. I'd rather get out of the vehicle and get the hell out. Okay, I'm not black. Um, I do know. Okay, I live in a city that. Okay, I talked about the the sister cities, or whatever. Cedar Rapids, Iowa, has a very laid back police department. Our police department mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. city, they you hardly ever see people even get pulled over for speeding stuff. They don't set uh, speed traps. They don't any of that weird shit that cops do. They're they're pretty laid back uh, for the most part. Um, there's a, a sister city, Marion, Iowa. That is the exact fucking opposite of this. Huh. They have they had one guy last year that I read. There was a newspaper article that this guy issued like seven hundred tickets for um, no seatbelt. So uh-huh. how is that aggressive? Even po- yeah, how is that even fucking possible? You, that's you know, that's holy shit. That's that's like uh, two a day. Yeah, yeah. So he's obviously well, just he's I mean, yeah. but he's he, not working every day of the year. Well, he's, he's not working. Yeah, he's off. working twenty days. So say he's working yeah, twenty whatever. days a month. So if he's right. he's probably maybe working two hundred days a year. So I don't know, maybe more maybe than maybe a little bit less. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, something, that's a lot of fucking. It's a lot of, tickets. Yeah. So he's obviously pulling people over fucking left and right. And I know from going through that, I actually lived in in that part of town for a while, and uh, it was a relief not to live there because you would. Uh, I did the designated driver thing one night, and uh, I had some friends. We were at this uh, this bar, and they were shooting darts and doing stuff, and I hadn't drank a drop. Uh, we happened to leave this place at closing time when a bunch of other vehicles left. Uh, we got about two blocks away, and we got pulled over, and I saw the fucking cop was watching people leave he was he was it was like total entrapment sort of thing he he was a block away and he was just waiting for this shit. He picked the wrong car so anyway. I, I get pulled over. You got the people in the back seat. Everybody's drunk as fuck in the car except for me. And luckily, and I'm driving. And so he's like, uh, you know, do you know why I pulled you over? I said, no, I have no idea. And it was cold as shit outside in the middle of like January. So he's he's like, um, okay, well, you had your snow. Snow is obstructing your license plate. And I said, really? And I had actually previous to going out i'd made sure all of my brake lights all of my turn signals I, you know, all everything was i knew was in working order so he's like your snow your plate's covered with snow and i go really i go can i get out and look and he goes no stay in your vehicle he told me that like three times and finally he, right, he walked back to he went to his car to run my license or whatever uh, left us there i got out <laughs> which was dumb oh my god i got out yeah, I got out and I went back to the and looked at at the back of the vehicle. There was not a speck of snow on my license plate. He was lying like a motherfucker. Okay, so the idea that uh, I don't know, it's not really driving while poor, but driving while black. Though they, they they fucking you know, and I'm not saying all cops are like that, all situations are like that, but there are situations like that, and. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, no. There are, and you listen. Uh, I was I was going to bring up driving while black or Black Lives Matter, that kind of thing. But I'm like, here's the reason I, I and I did just bring it up. But when talking about this, not just because we're two white guys, you bring that up. It's such a like it just sets people off. Right. Well, you, oh, no, I, yeah. I tend to be I tend to be more moderate. Like I'm like I'm not going to get caught up on that phrase or that name, and it'd be like, and I'm not going to counter it with blue lives matter, all lives matter, white lives matter. Like it'd be like, but the thing is, there, I, there's no question in my mind that, in my experience, driving when I'm driving as a white guy, I get a lot of passes. I do. I mean, yeah, yeah. yes, yes, I'm 
incredibly compliant. Yes, my hands are at 10 and 2. Yes, I'm very deliberate and very polite, and I ask the officer. I'm respectful. I understand the position, and I do not move a muscle, even if they ask for something, and, and, and without permission. Like, not in a weird, I'm scared sort of way. It'd be like, um, you know, license registration. My license is in my back left pocket. May I get it? Okay. You know, my registration and insurance, you know, my, my insurance is in the glove compartment. I'm going to reach into the, you know, and I right. try to like, you know, no sudden, nothing crazy, right? Like, it's usually just one cop in smaller towns where I live, you know, pulling you over. So I don't have another guy watching the other side of the car and, and watching my every move. So, you know, it, but it's still, it's it's different. Again, I have a, well, I have a friend. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no doubt to me that there's driving while black, driving while poor. Somebody's got a piece of shit car. They get pulled over more often. Uh, and that shit goes on. At the same time, I'm fully cognizant of the fact that there's a lot of fucking, most, most cops, most of what they're doing is, is it completely above board. It's awesome. They're doing a great job and they're trying to do the right thing. That said, there's a group of them that just want to fuck with people. Um, and, and, you know, the, this thin blue line thing, them mm-hmm. watching each other's back and, and trying to um, make sure that even if that fucker did do that, they're, they're going to they're gonna cover for him. That shit's got to go. And, you know. Yeah, it's it's just, it's it's tough. I mean, it's, um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the, uh, I don't know what the solution is. I don't know that it's going to stop. Uh, I don't, I don't think there have been any, well, you you did have the Garner thing in Staten Island uh, a couple of years ago. I was going to say, I, I feel like considering the size of the New York City police force and the number of people, that you have less major issue incidents uh, than other. I don't know. I don't know the numbers. I don't know yeah. what they are. But it's but it's mind boggling how many of these cases have come. Uh, to uh, you know, a jury, and how many times the police have walked? I, you know, I don't know. Well, I mean, did, did you see the one with the sheriff, the off-duty sheriff, the husband and wife couple in Texas with a Mexican guy, and I, no, uh, I basically, so. cho- oh my God, uh, choked him to death. Um, I don't know exactly what it was. I think I think he was Mexican. The guy he was outside of the restaurant, and I guess he must have been urinating outside of the restaurant. I don't know how drunk if he was drunk, how drunk he was, what led up to this, but it okay. ended up with the guy it, being on top of the Mexican guy, having him in a chokehold. But and and the the guy, the white guy who was in the chokehold, it appeared to be a lot bigger and stronger than this guy, and he would not yeah. let up. And now this is at a point where the wife and daughter. Now it's like okay, the drunk fucked up guy, piss. Who knows what led up to that? But that's a lot. That's like you're re- restraining is one thing, but now it's like the wife, husband and wife are on top, and uh, and you know the what? The guy died. If you're drunk, it's, if you're drunk, you should get a pass for having to piss. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I <laughs> I'm drunk. I, I gotta pee. Get the fuck yeah, out of my way. No, I don't. I I, I think maybe. <laughs> It's worse if you're sober. He's a sober fucker standing over there just pissing. <laughs> that's that's offensive. If you're drunk, I, hey, all right, go ahead, pee. I, I, uh, I'm going to change the subject completely, um, if that's all right. That's uh, all right. It's yeah. not that I don't want to even talk about there, it. Just, there are it, no it, rules. I just feel like, I feel like we, it's a downward spiral. It is a downward you know. spiral. And it's, it, it's, yeah. it's, it, it's not that I don't have my opinions on it. It's, I'm not afraid to share my opinions on, opinions on it, but it's just like, there's so many things where it's like I I don't know what happened leading up to it, but there's no question that uh, if it's true that the Mexican guy was just a little bit drunk and he was outside and he was peeing, even if he was peeing on the guy's shoe, the guy the the, the drunk guy peeing did not deserve to die. No, right? choked choked out by some <laughs> MMA hole that some fuck learned at some. Yeah, I don't know. Place. I don't know. It's a it's a shitty. It's a, it's just. Man, you know, you know, whatever. Anyway, uh, so whatever. There'll be some sort of criminal uh, case, and then there'll probably be a civil suit. Um, you know, who knows? Uh, but this morning, I was I, w- I went to a Dunkin' Donuts, and uh, uh, I get in line. The guy in front of me. Cake, cake. Did you get the cake donut? Your cake, cake, cake donut. There's a yeah. cake donut. Yeah, Dunkin' Donuts has the. Uh, they've got yeah the cake what? cake variety. I think aren't they called cake donuts? They've got two varieties. I, I, I thought you meant the uh, I, I, not the. Uh, 
Dominic Ansel, the French guy, the uh, the Krona, the not the Krona. That's no, no. I, I think yeah. I basically that's a while ago. No, I think I basically know what you mean. But there's, there, I, I believe there are two kinds of donuts. I don't know what they call the one version. It's more of a fluffier, like uh, the Krispy Kreme sort of uh, experience. And then there's the cake donut, which is more of a. Uh, it's more like cake. I didn't. I don't know. You know, I try to avoid donuts. Uh, I'm not a big donut guy either. But you know. I mean, I like them. I think they're amazing. I think they're delicious. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm going. I, I, I'm going to. I, I'm going to St. Louis uh, next week, and uh, there's a place in St. Louis that. Uh, it's been uh, it's been there for like 45 years and or maybe even longer than that and i think the people that started it still work there so you've got these old fucking people and it's uh, they, they've got this buttermilk something something that's um, this donut that's just renowned it's it's uh, if you go to uh, on the yelp stuff in st louis it shows up as like you know you got to go there it's five stars it's, it's uh-huh, crazy uh-huh. but um these there's this old guy and he's bent over when I went in there last time, and uh, he's he's making donuts on the table, and he's you know just uh, you know he's like in a U shape so much he's about bent over, and he's standing there, and he turns around, he looks at me, and he starts walking over to the counter, and he doesn't he doesn't straighten up at all. He's just <laughs> that's how he's permanently he's just stuck. He's just stuck there, and he's been doing this mm-hmm. forever. But uh, that's the that's actually maybe the one last, and it's been a couple of years. That's how my uh, that's how often I eat donuts. I think the last time I was there was the last time I've had one. But, uh, yeah, the, uh, where'd you say you were at? So I was at Dunkin' Donuts, and Dunkin'. I'm not going to waste. I'm not going to go to. I'm not going to have a donut at Dunkin' Donuts. I'm not going to waste it on a. You know what I mean? Like, if I, if I go to a place where it's like a special place like that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a donut, right? It's like, yeah. all right, it's a treat. But um, there are, that, the guy in front of me. Go that, ahead. I was just going to say that that genre of food now is is it's there's places opening up across the united states that are doing all these custom crazy you know um like m m stuck all over them and stuff like oh that. you can't uh, yeah. um um i when a friend of mine was in town uh she lives in austin texas she and her boyfriend were here and uh they were down by me um yeah. uh her boyfriend's a stand-up uh, comic and uh, he was performing down here so she did some research and she found this bagel place and they got written up in BuzzFeed a couple of years ago and they do that they do these like the crazy rainbow donuts they do like a, um, a fruity pebbles donut mm-hmm. so Kylie my daughter got this crazy fruit so it's like got crushed up fruity pebbles baked on the outside a Cheetos donut or Doritos donut I'm not donut bagel bagel not bagel donut. Oh, that's not a donut. bagel Big difference, big difference, and the place is super popular. Social media and BuzzFeed, and I think there was a young girl that interned there, and it's fucking in the middle of New Jersey, just a one-off thing. And my my daughter hated it. She said it was the most disgusting thing she ever had. I can see that. I can see all that crap on a on a on a donut more than a bagel. Bagel, you get to the chewy bagelish thing of whatever. To me, a bagel is more of a, a savory salt. You know, sort of experience. I don't know how the sugar thrown in it. Yeah, it was weird. And then the cream cheese had like M and M's, like tiny yeah, mini yeah. M and M's in the cream. It was just like too sweet, too I've seen much. That, yeah. I've and seen, uh, yeah, a new, yeah, yeah, yeah the, a new the cream ice cream. Cheeses. Yeah, go ahead. A new ice cream place just opened up by me, and it's uh, really good homemade ice cream. It's called Luigi's. Luigi's homemade ice cream, or See, something like that. Now this is this is something that drives me crazy. These places say homemade. It, whether it's a restaurant or ice cream or whatever, it's not fucking homemade. <laughs> Maybe well, well, we made, made from scratch. It it's made he from does. scratch. I don't think he's making it at home and he's taking it to work. I think they're, they're no, no, no. It's not made. It's not literally made at home. But I think they that can we say can made accept. from scratch. Maybe I, I'm, oh. I'm being. A, I mean, I'm nitpicky. I'm, I'm fucking. Uh, I'm, well, I'm like. Okay. You can okay. say made from scratch. I, I was at a restaurant and this woman. It was just like two weeks ago. This breakfast place, and she's like, everything's ma- homemade. And I looked at her and I go. Really? You bring it in from home? <laughs> She's like looking at me like, what are you talking about? Shut up. You'd be know? like, you're, you go to the restaurant where they have the homemade, it's homemade, and they bring it to you like in a brown paper bag like it's lunch. <laughs> this was made at home, made you, with love, and it has a little heart on it and a Sharpie. Really? You live uh-huh. here? You live here? You may, No. Yeah, but all right. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, yeah, well, to that point, this morning I took a walk on the beach, um, and uh, a long walk, and... I was walking through Gunnison Beach at Sandy Hook. Uh, it's a Gateway National Park, and Gunnison Beach is a nude beach. Now I knew this, and I'd never been there, 
um, it was pretty early. It was like 8 a.m. Uh, yeah, by the way, uh, 8 a.m. on a Thursday morning in uh, New Jersey. The nude beach. clothing nude beach. optional nude beach. Uh, it's not like Saint Tropez or like, you know, Con or like <laughs> that. It's not like that idea you have of the most beautiful erotic women. Tony it Soprano. To be, it's a lot of guys that look like what Tony Soprano, um, James Gandolfini uh, probably looks like right now. Um, okay. And I mean, it's a little bit disconcerting. So I'm walking who, along who, the beach. Who decides? Uh-huh. Who decides? This what? is a nude beach. This is, this is now. It was a beach. It was obviously for many years. It was just the beach, and then at some point, somebody comes along and says, "Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a nude beach." How did yes. they decide that? I bet you. I bet you that at some point you had an influx of people that were on the beach and they were nude, and then someone who runs that park and the beaches decided to at the end, 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 the last beach would be. The clothing optional nude beach. What right? I'm guessing like, is it was like these people are not going away. There was there was some dude, and there was a woman who liked to uh, you know she wanted to show her tits, and and uh, the, the the whoever this guy was the county park supervisor or some he had some official position and he just and wanted he wanted to, to see her tits. Wanted to make Perfect sure. match. <laughs> it's like Carmelita Soprano, whatever his name was, Carmela. I God, she's she's hot. I mean, we got to make this a nude beach so she keeps coming back. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to work out for me. Yeah, it's it's a strange concept. I was out in California. I lived in Los Angeles for a while, and uh, there was a nude beach uh, in Malibu that was like, okay, Black's Beach. Let's go to Black's well, Beach. And, and all the women were like, everybody out there was like, fucking, you know, you wanted them to put their yeah. No, you wanted oh, you wanted them. Oh, really? Even in Malibu? Even in Malibu? Even in Malibu? It's like you know these dudes. Really? Are, these dudes walk down to the beach in their root suit, their their speedo, and mm. uh, you know they take it off and walk around. They're like it, it, fucking dudes with you know, jeez, and and women. Yeah, none of it. None of it was good. A lot was, of a lot of old people for some reason. Was, yeah. yeah, a lot of old people. A lot of old people. A lot of old dudes. Uh, um, I'm pretty sure uh, a, a lot of uh, gay men. I don't think it's a pickup thing. Oh yeah, nobody, nobody looked excited to see one another. They just I, were I was, there. They just I was, free. Yes, I was near uh, near the the beach there. There's there's a, there's like this promontory, this rock crop thing that sticks out from one area of the beach where you got to you, you can't really get around there walking unless the tide is real low. So there's another entrance to get over to it. It's it's kind of isolated. Like I said, it's kind of the end of of where the beaches are, sort of, um, and. I was walking near the end down there where you maybe if the tide would have got low, I could have walked around. But um, this uh, this from the other side of the the dune, you know, the sand dune where it, where it you know starts to get flat right by the water there. This this kid mm-hmm. pops up and he comes jumping over and, and runs up, and starts talking to me, and he's he's talking like a mile a minute. He's like he's tweaking or he's like a meth head or something like that. And he's got like he's a white guy and he's got he's got um, dreads that always look bad. <laughs> <laughs> on a white guy and uh, he starts talking to me like, yeah, uh, you know I was, I was uh, talking to this friend of mine Seth and Seth was he's just like into this whole hetero thing and I don't know what that's all about and what are you doing later today man you wanna <laughs> I'm like looking at this guy and he just he can't shut up and he just keeps talking about the Seth and this hetero thing and I'm like finally he pauses for a second I go dude get the fuck out of here <laughs> he like looks at me like whoa man you're harsh on my gig get out of here stay California can be exactly the stereotypical everything that you that you hear about the surfer, you know, gnarly dude, you know that whole thing. It it right. there, there it are exists. Guys. Yes, it's there. They're, oh yeah, they're, they're there. there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So so I'm on I'm on the I'm on the uh, the the nude beach uh, just taking a walk and I realize I want to continue walking away from the nude beach, but there's a do not enter because so, they have some nature preserves. So you, now I actually have to. Like rather than walk back the other way, I just start to walk up. I pass the people and walk past them. I mean, I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm like, you know, they did. They actually, uh, they have bathing suits on sale at Target. Uh, the season's already started. <laughs> you can get one for under ten dollars. Um, I, I know, I'm missing the point. I just want to be free. So as I'm leaving the beach, I wanted to take a picture of the sign, but then I didn't want to double back. I was like, just in this walking mood, and I want to get out of here. And it said, "There's a so you walk." onto the beach now i'm walking away from the beach and there's a sign that says you may encounter nude sunbathers beyond this point now did you bring and that's a warning 
<laughs> to the new I beach. did. And I played. I played donut toss. It was fantastic. I stuck Most them, of them. Stuck them on myself. As many I donuts just, as I could carry. <laughs> yeah. How many donuts you want? Then <laughs> I just. And I had munchkins too. And I had. I had some of them turn over. And I was like, we were playing a little. I tossed the. Yeah, I played toss the donuts. That's why I went to. Uh, to it might make it donuts. worth it. it. Might make it worth no, it. No, but I. But I thought about it. I'm like, but I was like, so the same way you said homemade, it's not homemade. It's made in a restaurant. It's sunbathers. Maybe made now, from scratch, yeah. Yeah, made from scratch. Now, I thought about it, and I go like, what if it's really overcast, and the beach is open? There's no sun. None. No, you're, not, you're not bathing in the sun. Or you go there um, before the park closes, and there's no more. The sun is, is set. Are you still a sunbather? Like, has that, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, is yeah. there a better word for... You know, it'd be like some fuck walking around nude. No, but it'd be like, yeah, it's like beyond this point, you may encounter, you know, really old, very unattractive, old, naked. I know it's all subjective. Floppy, floppy, floppy gut, floppy titted woman. Yes. Beyond (laughs) this point, you are not going to be able to unsee what you're about to see. It's going to go south. And by the way, it's true. It really is true. There are right now, as I talk about it, I have these images in my head and they're not awful but they're not pleasant either and i rather <laughs> not and then, and then i don't know and then, and then i left and then i went to a dunkin donuts to uh and and uh the guy in front of me was kind of a dick and uh i didn't like him and uh he was old too he 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 was fully dressed because uh, it's a dunkin donuts uh did he have did he have a greek fisherman's cap on uh, yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. What? I, okay. You know what a Greek fisherman's cap is? That No, I don't. I, what, what is that? I'm going to have to Google it. It's There's a lot of, and I'm. I, this is, again, one of my stereotypical things, thinking about the old guys on the East Coast. Um, it's this, uh, it, it looks kind of like the closest thing it's it's uh, related to would be like a captain's hat, like the skipper and, and uh, on Gilligan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that cap. Oh, yeah, yeah, only, yeah. Yeah, only it's black. <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, uh, like what's that movie? The uh, Sunrise Sunset. The one, Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Greek yeah, fisherman's yeah, cap. The, yeah, yeah. I know that one. There's a guy down yeah, the block. If you have that, you're you're a hipster, you're Greek, or you're a douchebag. Yeah. I don't know. There's a, there's a guy down the block from us that uh, he's actually got an, uh, uh, he sells high-end, uh, do they call them Oriental rugs, or are they now Asian rugs? I, I know you're know. allowed to. You're yeah. allowed to call them right. Oriental rugs. Right, okay. You can't call it the people. You can't call the people. You can call the food. All right. I don't even know if you can call the food. You can right. rugs, yes. We're good there. So he's got they these, have not gotten together and yes. banned yeah. The Persian and Oriental rugs, high end stuff. I've uh-huh. heard I've heard that his store is actually in the back end that there's a high stakes card game supposedly that goes on there. But he's this guy, he smokes uh, he's an old guy, smokes a lot of cigars, and he's got a Greek fisherman's cap and he's he seems really nice. So you go by there and he waves and he's like, Yeah, he's he's really, you know, pretty friendly guy. But uh, yeah, he's got that hat. He, he to me, he'd be the guy when I see him. I think he's the guy that you would see on the nude beach. He and he'd be walking around brown as shit, and his gut stuck out, and you know, a cigar in his hand, and his Greek hat on, and his dick flopping around. You know, <laughs> not that you would see it, but because <laughs> his stomach. Yeah, well, the yeah. guy in front of me looked like he was fully dressed. You know, he was on a call, a work call, or something. He wasn't. You know, he was just wearing like a like a polo shirt or something jeans and whatever he wasn't put together he didn't look like a businessman i don't know what he did but he seemed to be on a work call and uh he was right in front of me he orders his coffee and there are a bunch of yeah there's like a grandmother with a couple of grandkids you got another mom with her kids a couple of other people a couple of kids that there's a beach right across the street uh different beach not a nude beach and uh so I sort of sneak into this corner because there's no flow to this Dunkin' Donuts. So it's like I walk past these people because it's like right by like the station with the napkins and the sugar and the milk and everything. And I'm like, I sneak behind an ATM. And this guy's in front of me. Just about everyone gets their coffee before this guy. <laughs> now, he's not waiting a really long time. Yeah. But I was behind him. He's like, everyone in front of me got their coffee and he's kind of passive aggressive and a dick about it he's being rude about it he could have just asked he's like i ordered a uh, i still haven't gotten my order but he gets into this whole like everyone got there i said to the guy not everyone i'm behind you and i didn't get mine yet <laughs> and he's like i'm not talking to you i was like and i i did not yes, like you his are. attitude yeah. i i said no i said you're not talking to me but i am talking to you and 
I did not. I was. I did, he was just being a. He was just. Now I'm not saying that the Dunkin' Donuts was efficient or doing a great job back there, but he was so fucking passive aggressive and a dick about it. And I understand he may have been a fucking in a hurry, but it's just like, dude, chill the fuck out and stop being a dick. Like, you know, I don't know. There's just something, and I'm getting to a point in my life where more and more, I will call people out. Unless they're fucking crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look, like, unless they're from Iowa and they look like they have a gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. I would not. But I, I, think, I think I may have told you this one. A couple of uh, weeks ago, I was in Brooklyn uh, looking for a parking space. And a van, uh, like a painter's van oh, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah and this guy, uh, did I talk about it on here? I think on you the did. Last I think one? you did, yeah. On the yeah. last episode? For okay. real? I think you did, yeah. I hope not. God, I mean, this is only the third podcast. I can't be, we can't be repeating stories. <laughs> where, where we've, okay. For, to your credit, <laughs> to your to credit, to your credit, neither one of us have. And it's been a while. We've, we've kind of put a little hiatus in between this these is, because of various is, reasons, but. <laughs> I yes, think you life. Did. Yes, I think you did tell the story, which is funny because if I told this story, uh, you got to hear it anyway. No, it's, it's funny. No, it was like, all right, two guys who've never met, okay, finally do a podcast in 2017, okay? Yeah. You you, you can't start retelling the same stories by the third no, episode. We, we've got, right? you just, we, you have, can't. we have plenty we, more. Yes, we've got more material. <laughs> And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we touch...
You know, the fucking, uh, the Asians, or not the Asians, <laughs> the Martians. The Orientals. You mean the Orientals. <laughs> I mean the rugs. The... That's another thing we did. We, we insulted. <sighs> yes. I, so I'm hoping somebody in outer space hears this and says, what the fuck? Let's turn around. Let's, let's just leave. <laughs> let's just leave. We're just... We were going there. We had full intention to stop. We were going to visit these people. Uh, yeah. Now. There's nothing to see. Nothing to see here. We're nope. good. <laughs> nope. Not in any, no uh... intelligent life there. It's it's gone. So Oh man. Yeah, I'm I, I'm looking forward to listening to these three so I can right. in my head say what what is it we're talking about here? Yeah, so you know, I'm gonna actually we're gonna actually upload these and post these. So we've got one, two, three and, and we're good. So yeah. we should wrap this one up. Okay. Uh we'll yep, we'll do yep. it uh, we'll do another one uh, shortly. But in the meantime, uh yeah, Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. I'm Colin Flynn. And I am John Craig. Thanks for listening, guys.